Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by ServiceMaster of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre-recorded. Just ask the question. I took a bit of heat on Twitter the last day and a half because DeMar Hamlin announced yesterday that his heart stopped during that Monday night football game in January because of a hit that he took when trying to make a tackle. I was called a crackpot by the host of the mediocre morning show on Pittsburgh's only all-sports station called a conspiracy theorist who wasn't going to be satisfied until I got the answer that I wanted. And I was told to leave Hamlin alone. All of this not because I criticized Hamlin or criticized the doctors, because I didn't, but because I criticized the media for not asking the question. That would be the question that Hamlin thinks he answered yesterday when he said that his heart stopped because of commotio cordis. And I didn't see the entire press conference, but I'm pretty sure that the media never asked him if he had any pre-existing conditions or underlying conditions that might have contributed to his heart stopping. Of course, the questions that are out there, or should be, are, uh, was he vaccinated? Was he checked for myocarditis? Could he have had myocarditis uh, because of COVID? These are important questions because in the days after his nationally televised sudden cardiac death syndrome episode, there were columns written about how this was just more proof that football's an unsafe game, parents should think long and hard about letting their kids play it, and blah, blah, blah. You would think that the NFL would like it if something other than football could be blamed for what happened to Hamlin, but mostly, uh, well, the media, mostly liberal, yeah, the sports media, that is. The people who, uh, these are the people who trashed Aaron Rodgers for not being vaccinated. Remember that? Well, they just didn't want to go there, and that's where I think their criticism should be directed. And I'm not a doctor. I don't have any reason to believe the vaccine had anything to do with Hamlin's heart stopping. I, I obviously don't have any proof. But when the media r- rarely questioned the NFL's vaccine mandate and then criticized any player who was reluctant to get it, Don't you think they had a responsibility to ask if that vaccine could have had something to do with Hamlin's heart stopping? And you know what? They still do have a responsibility to ask because they haven't asked it yet. When we come back, I will have a doctor here who's been a cardiologist for 40 years. He's the former president of the Ohio State Medical Association. He'll give us his thoughts. And by the way, he's the guy who was on this show last January and said he didn't believe that the hit caused Hamlin's heart to stop. In our second half hour, someone from Project 21 Black Leadership Network will be here to talk about the idiotic mayor-elect of Chicago apologizing for the kids who were rioting there in Chicago over the weekend. Stick around. Investments involve a high degree of risk. Actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major 
major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, this is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and best-selling author on safety and preparedness. The fact is, things are getting downright scary for everyone who's storing their wealth in the banks. We just saw the collapse of three major banks, and I would urge you to consider protecting your wealth ASAP. If even a tiny percentage of Americans attempt to withdraw their savings, we would see a collapse of the entire banking system, sending us into a modern-day Great Depression. Fortunately, there is a way for you to avoid this. It starts with contacting advanced Gold. If you have an IRA or 401k, Advantage Gold can help convert those paper assets into physical gold and silver. This is the process that I recommend everybody use as a hedge against rapid inflation and to protect your retirement wealth from the banks. Take control of your financial safety today. Call 800-900-8000 to get your free gold investment kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call Call 800-900-8000. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, Damar Hamlin, uh, the Pittsburgh kid who plays for the Buffalo Bills, held a press conference in Buffalo yesterday in Buffalo and announced that he plans to play for the Bills this uh, coming season. It was back on January 2nd that he died for nine minutes on the field during a Monday night football game and was brought back. They got his heart started again. Yesterday he gave the cause, Comoscio Cordis, a sudden and hard uh, blow to the chest. Uh, that was the cause of his uh, heart stopping, according to uh, Hamlin. And that's been accepted by most of the media. But should it have been accepted or should it still be accepted? Dr. David Utlack is a cardiologist in Kenton and a former president of the Ohio State Medical Association. He joins us now. Thanks for coming on the show again, doctor. Thank you very much, John. Nice to uh, talk to you again. So, And I got your name right this time, didn't I? Yes, you lack. That's correct. <laughs> I got it wrong first time. Okay, see, I, I remembered. We had Thanks. you on uh, back in January, and you said you were not convinced at that time that Hamlin's uh, sudden cardiac death syndrome was caused by the hit in the game that everybody saw. Have you had any reason to change your mind on that? Well, not necessarily. I, I think uh, there could be data that uh, hasn't been shared with the public or with me or with you that... Uh, uh, could uh, potentially uh, uh, verify or, or disagree with uh, the diagnosis that uh, the, the football player stated he uh, experienced. Yeah, um, and uh, he gave uh, Camoscio, uh 
Cor- am I saying that right? Camosio. Right? Camosio, Cor- Camosio Cordis, correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, he gave that as the cause, and he even uh, provided an, an explanation of what that is. Should the media and everybody else accept that and move on? Well, the, the, the way that that diagnosis is made is it's a diagnosis of exclusion. And uh, I think, uh, now, look, uh, in, in the field of, of uh, medicine, as you know, I'm past president of the State Medical Association here in Ohio, uh, we have uh, uh, ethical standards in terms of talking about patients and uh, our patients and revealing uh, testing results or their diagnoses to the public, and and I think that's important. Now, this is a very public case, and he has come out publicly to uh, speak about his diagnosis. Um, I think that uh, I can't imagine that a uh, uh, that he was not tested extensively when he was in the hospital uh, after his sudden cardiac death syndrome. And I would imagine that an MRI, cardiac uh, MRI, would have been done, which would be very interesting to uh, see what the the results of that uh, test would have been. And I I think there's probably no doubt it, it, it was performed, although I'm not certain of that. I don't have access to the records. But an MRI would show if there is myocarditis versus uh, a normal heart, uh, which would appear uh, maybe with a contusion uh, or bruise to the heart with commotio cordis. Now, I did speak to today, as a matter of fact, because I knew I was coming on your program, uh, a prominent uh, radi- uh, uh, radiologist uh, who uh, interprets MRIs at a very uh, prominent uh, institution here in Ohio, and uh, uh he told me that uh, in, in a patient who has commotio cordis, uh, an MRI would be normal. And uh, if there is myocarditis uh, present, uh, which would be a predisposing uh, uh, factor in, in terms of uh, sudden cardiac death syndrome, uh, that would show up on an MRI. So that would be an interesting thing to, to be able to uh, have access to. Now, you know, we, we have the patient privacy situation, although, you know, the uh, the player basically came out and, and talked about his own uh, situation. So I don't know how private that should be, and especially in light of the fact that sometimes the public good uh, outweighs the individual good. Now, those are things that uh, uh, are political and, and beyond my expertise, mm-hmm. but uh, sometimes public health uh, uh, in a situation like this outweighs uh, uh, an individual's interest. Well. Um, yeah, and going in a in a situation like this, many times when someone suffers a a public um, um, incident, it's an incident that you know almost kills someone, uh, whether it's a disease or an event of some kind, and this person becomes famous and becomes a hero to a lot of people. That person is then uh, becomes a spokesperson for whatever the incident or disease was. And talks about it in a way to to help people who have either suffered from it or to prevent people from getting it. Should, should that Hamlin's a football player? Uh, there are lots of kids playing football. Um, is it good for football and is it good for the for the public if he's giving this as the cause that the hit in the game caused him to have a heart attack? If there's not one hundred percent proof that that was the cause, huh? is is that? Uh, should he be out there saying that if he's not 100% sure that that's what caused it? No, and I, I think you make an excellent point because this is a public health issue. Now, now, just to correct you, just on a very fine point, and I know that you don't have a medical background, he didn't have a heart attack, uh, obviously. He, yeah. he, had, uh, he had a uh, sudden cardiac death syndrome, which is uh, almost certainly related to a, uh, a very lethal rhythm disturbance called ventricular tachycardia or ventricular fibrillation or ventricular tachycardia degenerating into ventricular fibrillation and causing him to lose consciousness and uh, 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 having him get CPR and, and the advanced medical care that he did. So, uh, yes, that, that is, that's, uh, that's an issue here in terms of weighing public, uh, the public interest versus an individual's interest. And if an individual uh, is out there commenting about his or her health, uh, and yet this has 
some public uh, interest ramifications, then I think it becomes kind of uh, something that, that, that could be discussed now. You know, you might have to check with uh, medical ethicists, uh, who, who uh, ethical people who would uh, maybe have a different opinion about that than I do, although I have a pretty good background in, in the medical field. But it's certainly uh, uh, something uh, which may be of public interest here, uh, especially if he did have uh, the vaccine and uh, uh, he had myocarditis related to that. Uh, and one way or the other, uh, this could be commotio cordis that was uh, uh, the chance of that increased by having underlying myocarditis. So I think that's an important point. Yeah, uh, uh, just uh, for in your own experience, I know you played football uh, for four years in Division Three. You were defensive back, so you know what it's like to take a hit and, and dish one out. Um, Correct. You were not all that impressed with the severity of the hit, I remember you saying, but um, at, you know, last January. But I'm just wondering, I just thought of this now, what would be your reaction if you were uh, DeMar Hamlin's doctors and you saw him telling people what, uh, what, he, what the cause of his... Um, cardiac event was uh if if you if you knew that he wasn't not necessarily telling the truth but was misinformed or exaggerating or whatever whatever the case may be not just in this particular case but if we would have a a a patient in this kind of a situation in a public situation would what would how would you feel about him um diagnosing his his issue at a press conference well, that's that's an extremely difficult uh, uh, question to answer, yeah. John, in terms of the medical ethics and, and uh, personal privacy of your patients and, and, and their physicians. Um, that being said, you know, one has to weigh the public good versus the uh, individual good here. And, uh, you know, if there's, if there's a question about whether or not there was myocarditis or not myocarditis, uh, as a uh, potential uh, contributor to this patient's uh, sudden cardiac death syndrome. I, that's an important question from the public standpoint. I don't know how to approach uh, resolving the issue or, uh, you know, trying to get the, the information because, uh, because of the privacy uh, uh, ethics and laws that we, have, uh, uh, that we have to deal with. What's a differential diagnosis, and have you seen one yet? Well, no, I haven't seen one in his case. And as, as I mentioned, I think in our previous, uh, no, in a previous uh, interview that I gave, differential diagnosis, when, when a patient presents to a physician or to a hospital, to an emergency room, the physicians who are taking care of the patient have to come up with a differential diagnosis, meaning what are the potential causes of the patient's current clinical status or disease. And so uh, one has to use his or her medical background uh, to come up with the potential causes of what uh, is confronting the particular physician at that time. And so uh, somebody presents with a sudden cardiac death syndrome, you have to rule out coronary artery disease, you have to rule out cardiomyopathy, acute myocarditis, a variety of congenital problems that can cause sudden cardiac death syndrome, uh, primary rhythm disturbances, a whole variety of things. Uh, and, and those things all need to be evaluated with uh, uh, physical exam plus clinical testing, including imaging. And uh, that's why I would say that uh, an MRI in this case uh, would certainly have been in order, in my opinion, a cardiac MRI, uh, magnetic re- uh, resonance imaging. And uh, that would that would shed a whole lot of light on this clinical situation, in my opinion. And as I mentioned, I, I spoke to a, a prominent radiologist uh, today regarding that. If, if this was commotio uh, cordis, the, most of the MRIs would come back normal. Uh, now, there can be a contusion that might be uh, seen, but generalized myocarditis or inflammation of the heart muscle would not be seen. If, if that was an underlying condition that uh, uh, the, the particular uh, football player had, um, uh, that would be seen on, on, on an MRI in all likelihood. Back in January, you said you were, and this is the word you used, flabbergasted by the media's lack of curiosity and lack of interest 
in asking any questions, which would have, I guess, been the media version of a differential diagnosis. No, that that's absolutely true. Uh, it, there, there was there was there was never a mention of the possibility that the patient could have had either COVID or have had the vaccine. And the vaccines are more associated uh, now. We know with uh, uh, myocarditis than than COVID itself. But there was I didn't hear uh, any any questioning of that possibility, which is, as I called it back then, a conspiracy of silence, if you will. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's something that it, it flabbergasts me that people uh, are not asking those kind of questions publicly because that's an important public health policy issue. Oh, uh, when... <laughs> What should they have been asking, and what should they be asking now? Should they, I guess the question is, should they still be asking questions now, or are, is it okay for them to leave Hamlin's press conference? They'll have that be the end of this until he shows well, up to play again. Well, I think since he, he came out and, and uh, explained what his clinical situation was, I think questions uh, uh, should be asked. Uh, what did the MRI show? Uh, did, was there any evidence of myocarditis or inflammation of the heart muscle? Was there a contusion or was the MRI completely normal? Uh, you know, those kind of questions, uh, I think, are legitimate uh, and, and uh, should be asked from the standpoint of a public health uh, situation. Or uh, exactly, that's what I meant. And I thought it was uh, interesting you just said that, that the vaccine, uh, it's now been accepted that the vaccine is more, like, more likely to cause myocarditis than COVID itself. That's a pretty that big is deal, isn't it? That, that is correct, and that is what I have read uh, in several uh, uh, papers. So that makes this a bigger deal because, uh, well, let me ask you this. Um, could could it, though, could this all have occurred because whether he got vaccinated or not, he did have COVID, and he could the, could that have set him up for this, having COVID? Yeah, yeah of and course that it itself. could. Of course it could, and, and that has to be uh, a consideration. Uh, in, in the differential diagnosis. I mean, you know, COVID has been a prevalent uh, infection in our uh, population for the past couple of years, and uh, myocarditis or inflammation of the heart muscle is a known complication of COVID itself, although from what my, my experience and what I have read uh, has said, and that is that uh, you are more likely to get myocarditis from the vaccine than you are from COVID. Um, and I think there have been some studies on that uh, showing that uh, that fact. So, yes, those are those are important public health questions. And once again, we have to balance the, uh, a person's privacy against public health. Although, you know, when a patient when a patient or a, a football player, uh, like we're speaking about, comes out and makes a comment, uh, you know, I think he opens himself up to public scrutiny in terms of the validity and and the accuracy of of what he or she is talking about. Well, should anybody uh, have enough confidence in what Hamlin said yesterday to have second thoughts about their sons playing football out of fear of him having a, uh, a heart issue, having his heart stop in the middle of the game? Well, the, the bottom line is that Camosio Cordes has occurred over the years very infrequently uh, and it's a known risk for, you know, baseball is hitting you square in the chest or uh, uh, hockey pucks or a uh, helmet if you go in football. Lacrosse, so, yeah. Lacrosse and lacrosse is a good And by the way, I never told you this. I, I played uh, three years of lacrosse in college also as well as wrestled for four years. Oh, okay. So I, I've had, had a lot of experience with sports. but yeah. um, And lacrosse is particularly one. I remember playing as a midfielder and uh, – getting back on defense when uh, the other team had the, um, had the ball. And, uh, you know, you, I was always afraid of getting hit with that really whipped, whipped uh, stick, throwing a ball right at the goal and being in front of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That was, that was, that was a, that was a tough thing to face. Yeah. Well, um, my grandson plays lacrosse and he, uh, he's had some issues with getting hit by the ball, but I'm out of time, doctor. Um, I appreciate you coming on both times last January and today. And I still think the media needs to ask some questions, and I hope uh, we speak again. Thank you. Well, I hope, I hope we speak again, and, and I, I'm, I'll tell you this. 
people need to keep an open mind with regard to this. Okay. And, and uh, that, that is a very important part of just being a citizen and, and being a physician, in, in my case, uh, uh, to keep an open mind about these kind of things. Okay, thank, thank you. you very, thank you very much, John. Thank you. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott on Capitol Hill. Republican Congressman Clay Higgins from Louisiana. Torches Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for destroying Border Patrol morale with his refusal to enforce U.S. laws. It's stunning that you could sit there and and smugly grin as if you've not miserably failed your country. We could give you money to to hire a 1,000 new border agents. Nobody wants to work for you. That issue is the crisis at the southern border that has spread to Canada, where authorities have seen a dramatic increase in migrant crossings. A delay in the court hearing for a Massachusetts Air National Guardsman accused of leaking highly classified military documents. Jack DeShare's attorneys asking for more time. The Dow is down 93 points, but the NASDAQ up 17. This is SRN News. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 98. 98, 98, and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. Charlie Kirk says we need to look in the mirror. What I find to be comical is our own government looks abroad and is willing to point out injustice and tyranny, but is vastly unwilling to ever say the same about our own domestic politics. Even though we are acting in the same code of conduct that we find to be reprehensible. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it. Dogs are part of our family. We love Otto and Snoopy so much, there's nothing quite like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with rough greens. In fact, I just talked to my wife about it because we want them to be healthy and we want them to be with us as long as possible. That's true. I know Sebastian Gorka feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. Our pups, Kelly and Alea, rely on us to provide what's best for them. A naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed rough greens full of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, omega oils, and more that supplement their food in a way that has shown us great results. Trying out Rough Greens is an easy yes, recommended by me, Dr. G. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here, and I'm so proud that the Pragers and Sebastian Gorka have entrusted their dog's health to Rough Greens. I'm so confident that Rough Greens can help your dog, I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, your dog's food is dead food, but you can bring it back to life with Rough Greens. Go to ruffgreens.com. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. It'll be partly cloudy tonight with a low in the upper 40s. Tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sunshine. You're going to feel the difference very warm. Tomorrow's high 84. Partly cloudy and mild tomorrow night with a low 57. Sunshine gives way to clouds on Friday. Maybe a shower in the afternoon. Still warm with the high 78. 
The weekend looks like it's going to be cloudy both days with a shower on Saturday. Saturday's high 63, Sunday a cooler high of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Rose Tamburino. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, you probably saw the videos of the rioting in Chicago over the weekend. There are reports that more are planned for this weekend. Apparently, they're talking about it already on social media. It was mostly black kids uh, jumping on cars, attacking bystanders, and the mayor-elect's comments went viral, too. Reverend David L. Lowry, Jr. of Project 21 Black Leadership Network, is co-pastor at Fernwood Community Outreach Church in Chicago. He joins us now. Reverend, thanks for being here. First, let me give all praises to God and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for making it possible to be here. Thank you so much, John, for having me. Certainly. Uh, Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson's response to this was, quote, it is not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own communities. Well, what's your response to his response? Well, first of all, this, this young man does not have the experience to be mayor. Uh, he got elected because of the color of the skin and not because of the experience that we should have looked for. Uh, he's making these statements out of the fact that he was a teacher for maybe like one season. And then I heard that he lost the job and became a uh, organizer for the, te- the unions. He doesn't have a clue how to stop the crime. Uh, he doesn't have the team around him that he could use because he's already alienated himself from a lot of the black leaders in the community by keeping the same attitude. Uh, there will be no difference in our school. They'll continue to promote transgender, homosexuality, and all this other stuff that has nothing to do with education. So the people of Chicago made a wrong choice because he was black that looked like us don't mean that they would do the things that's good for us. And so we look like we might be stuck with another Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, and do you you think they would have had enough with Lori Lightfoot? And um, and I guess uh, the, 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 he he doubled down on the whole um, on what I I said he said about it being not constructive to demonize. He doubled down on that when he was asked if he asked if he condoned looting, and it is more of the same of what they got with Lori Lightfoot. Well, let, let me say this to the American people and patriots across this country. This is a pivotal time for us that we have to really stand together no matter what color we are. God's Christians, this is our time to stand together because these the, the liberals are not going to stop. They've interjected this transgenderism. Their whole mission now is to make the American people bow down and, 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 and accept this lifestyle and we just just go along with it. This is not that time. What has actually happened is this. Mr. Johnson will be the puppet mayor. He will be used by the Liberal Party. There will nothing be done in this city for black folks. That was only his premise and lies to say to get in. And we're going to see here in the next couple of months what progress he makes in the black and brown communities and how he stands up against public safety. Because just like he talked about defunding the police, let me say this. These children are only emulating what they saw with Black Lives Matter across the country, that they were an organization who came to the major cities. They looted. They beat people. They shot people all under the auspices of taking over. And that's what the children across the country are doing. They're seeing Black Lives Matter. They're emulating them because they were the only organization who could do all the bad things, the looting, the shooting and the killing and get away with it and not be prosecuted. So these children are emulated what they're seeing with Black Lives Matter, and they're taking over certain places, and they're planning it on the Internet. And if we don't stand up and be good parents and get our children back under control, we're going to see more criminals that will be going to the jail system, which the liberals have a lot of money invested into the jail system, and these are their new criminals to supply to the to the jail system of today. Um we're talking to Reverend David L. Lowry, uh, Jr. of Project 21 Black Leadership Network, and he's the uh, co-pastor at Fernwood Community Outreach Church in Chicago. Uh, Reverend Lowry, uh, what would be the reaction you would get if you said what you just said here in the last minute and a half, uh, if you were standing on a soapbox on a street corner in a uh, mostly black neighborhood in Chicago? Well, first of all, 
I'm from Inglewood. I grew up in Chicago, uh, 5618 Carpenter. My grandmother was Alden woman. I'm well respected in the black community with the grassroots people. Mm-hmm. You're talking about all the street organizations across this country know me. They know that I stand up for the Paul. The, uh, they know I stand up for the grassroots people. I'm not a sellout. And if I was on a soapbox in your town and the brothers and sisters and the people that they look down on and they spit down on heard me speaking about uplifting them, getting a relationship with God and providing opportunities for them, they would rally around what I'm saying. They would stop voting for the liberals who have never done nothing for them. And this is my message to black and brown across the country. Let us stop voting with our emotions. That's why we get in trouble. Let us vote the values. Let us research the candidates and let us vote for the person that's most qualified to serve us. So if this was message is all over the country, no matter where blacks, white, no matter what, I'm a man of God and all God's people and Christians, no matter what color, it is our duty. It is our responsibility as men and women of Christ to stand up and fight the evil of this homosexuality, this transgender, get our kids out of these schools and let's fight this homosexual legislation and let's get some things back to normal. And we should be boycotting Bud Light and everybody else who glorify this abomination lifestyle in our face and what they're trying to do by operating on our kids and transgender them to something that they wasn't supposed to be instead of being what God created us to be. We need to stand up. And when the mayor, uh, well, he's not the mayor yet, but he's the mayor-elect. When, when he says that it's not constructive to demonize youth, uh, as a, you know, in response to what we saw over the weekend, what is the message that he's sending to kids who weren't rioting and the, the parents of those kids? Well, first of all, we have to take a look at where we're at in this country today. The school system is teaching our children to hate us, and that's being done by gay activists in the schools. And I'm not homophobic. But I have to tell the truth about what we've been seeing in the last four to five years in the school system. So these children have been programmed by these teachers. And he being a teacher is looking at the whole situation just like they are. They're they're not trying to teach our children anything, but they're trying to indoctrinate them for the future. Because if you're not a, a thinker for yourself, you'll follow whatever the people tell you to follow if you can't read or write. And our children are not educated. They cannot read. They cannot write. But they're being taught social things. They'll be taught the homosexual world. And if we don't make the changes right now, we're looking at the new side of Megamora. But this mayor, let me say this. My foundation, Living and Driving While Black, we hold organizations and we hold people accountable. I used to be on the plantation because I was Reverend Al Sharpton's National Crisis Director. And when I realized that these organizations, NAACP, National Action Network, they don't give a damn about black people. They don't care about nobody but themselves and make money. So the foundation I started, we're working with brothers coming home from the prisons. We're getting jobs. We're working with the shooters here in Chicago. We're talking to them, finding out what their needs are. These kids are living in abandoned buildings. They don't have homes. They have psychological problems. There's so much that need to be done in the black and brown community that these so-called leaders are not doing it. So what we're doing, myself and David Boxdale out of Terre Haute, Indiana, his father was the founder of the Black Gangster Disciples. What he is doing with the program and what we're doing, we're saving lives, and we want to do this across the country. The American people need to know there are some real God-fearing men out here, and we're willing to stand up and die for Christ and die for the people just as Jesus did. What, um, I've seen plenty of statistics about how bad most city schools are and reflected in the, in the tremendously low scores as far as reading proficiency, math proficiency in the urban schools. Um, how, and, and, a, and in Chicago, as you said, a teacher's union guy was just elected mayor how, what's the chances of anything, what are the chances of anything being turned around in the Chicago school, school system anytime soon? You know, you talk about how they're focusing on the wrong things, but what, what do you do to get them to focus on the right things? And, and is government even the answer here? Well, I know this for a fact. Here in Illinois, it is a liberal state, and it's difficult to try to get anything passed. 
the parents now are going to have to organize and try to get on these school boards, get in these small races so that they can make differences. But I'm urging Republicans and, and other legislators who are about doing the right thing, just keep coming up the bills like what, 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 what Governor DeSantis is doing in Florida, man. I applaud him. He's reading through all of this stuff, all of these, these abomination lifestyle that they're putting forward to us with this transgender stuff. What, what Governor DeSantis is doing is what all the states should be doing, protect our children. Our children are being psychologically attacked. And they're being taught to think that there's boys inside girls and girls inside boys. We have to try to get the proper people to get some legislation. But right now, parents need to just take their children out of the public school system. The money follows the children. Take your children out of the school system. Get those vouchers. Homeschool them. Go to churches that have schools. But they have to get their kids out of this war zone of culture wars because they're being used as guinea pigs. Every time a child is transitioned, these are experimental operations. I just had a woman that got transferred to a man on my show, uh, Let the Truth Be Told, on TECN TV every night at 6, and she's still going through operations. They spent $1.5 million already just the medicines to, to become from a woman to a man. And she's warning children about this. And it's a shame that the liberals are just in our face right now promoting this transgender. It's coming from Joe Biden and this administration. And the American people should be highly upset. And we should be going to the polls, getting this type of leadership out, because they made America a godless country. And if we don't get back to God, we're headed for self-destruction. You mentioned that uh, Chicago is going to continue to suffer because its ch- citizens chose somebody with black skin instead of experience. Uh, is it going to take a black conservative to save Chicago and other places, other cities? And, and, and what, why? Here's my question. I, I haven't been able to figure this out. Uh, the, if you look, go down the list of cities, uh, the, the, one, the, the worst off the cities are the longer they've been controlled by Democrats, 60, 70. I, I forget what it is here in Pittsburgh. It's like 60-some years since we had a Republican mayor. Why hasn't the Republican Party... Uh, if, if why hasn't the Republican Party come up just for, in, for example, in Chicago with a really strong black Republican conser- a Republican uh, conservative black candidate? Well, this is what the Republican Party did. They slept an opportunity, and it, they still got a window of an opportunity to get into the black community. The Republicans allowed the the. Uh, uh, They've allowed the liberals to let black folks know that they're rich. They don't care about us. All they want to do is end the programs and so forth that, that the liberals are giving to them. And so it's the misconception. But then the conservative has not taken the time to get into the black community. You have to have people, and there are black conservatives who are willing to be in the community like myself that has relationships with blacks all over the country, they need to be sitting down with us. They need to be getting the, the, the resources to us so we can educate black folks and others about the both parties. But the Republicans have not made themselves visible. They've set on this high horse and the image of being rich, and now the, the, the liberals are enjoying it. Yeah. Because now most black people think that conservatives are rich, and when I was told, and I told somebody I was a conservative, they said I had got rich. And I said, no, I'm still poor. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just woke up. <laughs> well, in, in Chicago, this guy, uh, Johnson, he's considered the next mayor. He, he didn't, there hasn't even been an election yet. He, he won the Democratic primary. Same thing's going to happen in Philadelphia. Same thing happens in Pittsburgh. Um, there is no there is no election. There's a primary election, but there's no election because I don't even know if uh, in Philadelphia they have a Republican running. But they're they're going through the same thing there, and they're gonna they're gonna pick a Democrat, and that Democrat's gonna win, and it's gonna go keep going on and on and on. When's it gonna change? And and well, my, my, I, I, let me say this to the American people and the patriots across this country. See the black 
community has been inundated with psychological warfare. Most of the time, black people don't really understand why they're voting for the liberals. It's because of a tradition that what used to be a long time ago. But we as black people now have to really take a look at, look at our cities, look at every city, like Chicago, New York, where you're at. Nothing is progressing in the black and brown communities. There's no economic development. The black dollar in Chicago stays in the black community less than 30 seconds. There's no reinvestment. Black politicians aren't stepping up to the plate and getting economic development money to rebuild the black cities. And until we, the people, white folks, black folks, if we see that black people are having a problem, it's time for white folks to say, you know what, let us jump in because we all Americans. And that's why we're in this situation We've been at each other's throats because of the color of our skin. The government has been perpetrating this evil to keep us separated. And now look at us. Our communities are under attack. They're moving this whole new world order to, to, to change our lives. We have no other choice right now but to band together because our children are at stake and fight this evil that this government is portraying on us. And if we don't stand now, then we got, we're going to be in trouble because they're going to change things. The generations coming up, they're not smart. They, that's, this is the critical race theory. They want to get rid of all the history of America, the Civil War, civil rights, and they want to start our children to believe that Barack Obama that started Black Lives Matter was the great civil rights organizer that he was and teach these kids about all the stuff you see. And that's why they're looting. They saw Black Lives Matter do it and get what they want and not be prosecuted. That's why they're doing the same thing. Hey, Reverend, so until we get out of control of our children, this country is going to hell in a handbasket. Reverend Lowry, David L. Lowry, I am completely out of time. You sound like a pretty good mayoral candidate to me. And I'm, I'd like, Re- love to have you on the show again. Man, great. Folks, you can find us at TECNTV.com. Okay. The, yep. At, tonight at six o'clock central, y'all tune in and y'all can hear the whole story about Chicago. God bless you. God bless America and peace to the world. Thank you. We'll be right back. They are our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit PetsAndPeopleTogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. In business, everything your employees do impacts your brand, including what they wear. Cintas has high-performance workplace apparel for almost every job imaginable. From work shirts and pants to polos and khakis to Oxfords or T-shirts, these clothes move, breathe, and look great. Your team gets the styles they like, you convey the image you want. And Cintas service includes weekly laundry and delivery. To learn more, visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. 
some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So I think that uh, Mr., uh, well, I should say Reverend Lowry, he should be out there campaigning. And I, I seriously, I don't understand. Um, if, if He said himself that this guy, uh, Johnson, got elected because of the color of his skin. And this was said by a, a black guy. You just heard him. Um, if that's the case, if, if, if that counts for so much, what are the Republicans doing that they're not finding more black, uh, conservative, really good candidates to run in places where Republicans aren't supposed to win because they're not black? Um, uh, I don't know, maybe an athlete, someone who's got lots of money, who's well-known, who could uh, run as a Republican, and, and maybe not necessarily win the next election, but at some, you got to start somewhere. And how about a, 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 a Lynn Swan ran for governor of Pennsylvania, okay? Why not a candidate like that to run for mayor of Pittsburgh? A guy who could speak the way Reverend Lowry just spoke, uh, and say the same things and uh, see what happens. And, and again, not necessarily to win this year or this election, but start a little bit of a trend and, and become part of the deal. They're non-existent. They're invisible. Huh? Maybe they ought to do something about that. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Stackerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.